You got some. Sh- you got some some shit on your face there, dog. You want to tell everyone? You want to fess a, up? It's a big frown. That's what you've you. You want to fess up? I ain't got nothing to fess up to, dude. You you were out of town. <gasps> you didn't even didn't even tell me. I live in a town. The people know. You, you went on a trip. where'd you go i went somewhere that wasn't here dog what'd you do Hmm? was it fun it was a little it was a mix of business and pleasure okay yeah care to elaborate sure uh started out went on a little uh little backpacking trip Mm. with my dad Mm. and his two buddies Mm. and my two brothers wow and my cousin-in-law. Wow. Thanks yeah, for dude. the invite. Yeah, it was nice. It was cold. But uh, I was driving back up to Denver after the camping trip with my cousin-in-law. And dude, we picked up a flat tire like an hour from home. You picked it up? Yeah, dude. We just found one on the side of the road. It was attached to his truck. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. <laughs> so you crazy. got a flat tire. Yeah, dude. We found one. On your own truck. Yeah, it was on the truck. That's where so we you found got it. a flat. T- you didn't pick up a flat tire. You yeah, got no, we one. Picked it up. That's where we found it. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, we got the spare tire down, and then he, my cousin-in-law, realized he didn't have the right, uh, the right wrench, because he'd mm. got like different tires a couple years ago, and then they'd like moved since then. Blah blah blah. He didn't have the, didn't have what he needed. Luckily, <clears throat> his uncle Joe. We were outside of Colorado Springs. <laughs> Colorado Springs is where the Air Force Academy is at. If you don't know uh-huh. that, Bradley, yeah, I know you're no, I knew that. Armed forces, yeah. yeah, yeah, big armed forces guy. Yeah. So, anyways, we're broke down there. We can see the stadium. So Colton calls Uncle Joe, and Uncle Joe's like, "I'm at the Air Force Academy game. Let me just come help you out." So Uncle Joe leaves. He the left game. the game to come. He home? left the game because you guys don't know how to change a flat tire. No, we do how to. We just didn't have the right wrench. It's okay to admit that you don't know how, Chris. Yeah. Uh, so uncle Joe popped up, we got the new, we got the spare on, but then we'd had my cousin's truck on too long, staying warm with the flashers on. So then it wouldn't start. So uncle Joe had to, <laughs> we got a flat. You had to get a jump and yeah. a flat yeah. only here on the yeah. Hill Kings podcast. The Can you get over meaty you get and juicy stories like that? Yeah, the hosts are globe trotters. They're hey, globe man. travelers. And we're another, here to uh, talk about all of another it. stale event update. Uh, I believe back in episode four, the viewers will remember that I had jury duty coming up. Oh yeah. How that did you get that out of episode it? Episode four. We're doing episode 10 today. So six weeks in the future. I have done jury duty and we got dismissed in mass, dude. Yes. You picked up a flat tire, as it were. I picked up a jury jury duty. No, no jury duty for me. That's exciting. Yeah, dude, I was pumped. Well, I had like a little bit of a sinus infection and I like wore my mask and I was going to fake sick. <laughs> I was kind of sick, but I was going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know that people in Oklahoma don't care about COVID. So, no, dude, what? you couldn't have gotten off of the oh, off what? of the hook. Yeah, oh, it doesn't who? even exist there. Exactly. Yeah. Any hoodle. Hell yeah, dude. Welcome back. We're back. To the Hill Kings pod, the only podcast on the internet where one of the hosts didn't have jury duty and doesn't know how to change a flat tire. Oh, yeah. I 
I've been playing Spider-Man all day. The new Spider-Man came out. Is it good? It's good, man. I've been enjoying it. I I had to kind of... Not that I half-assed my prep for this episode. I think Mm -hmm. I actually did some very good prep for this episode. But I did my final watch through right before this because i was playing spider-man all morning yeah. and i was like oh shit i need to oh, watch fuck. the episode because i, I kind of lost track of time yeah as it were uh but we're here we're here to talk about episode 10 of yes. season one of king of the hill keeping up with our keeping joneses up, keeping up with our joneses yes. but before we do any of that we have a little segment that we like to do on this show called this week in Harlan. Yes. This tweak in Ireland. All right, this is the segment of the show where we discuss current events from the time of the episode drop. Uh, this particular episode of King of the Hill was released on April 27th, 1997. Mm. We always start off with a little peek at the TV guide. Anything immediately jump out at you in the bish? Let's see. I mean, it's looking like kind of another standard week here. We got some more Steve Harvey show at the bottom. We got uh, Sunday night movies going. Yes. A it's match made night. in heaven, which I've never heard of. No. New. I so think I did. TV. I did look it up. I think Meryl Streep is in it. Oh, shit. Say word. Meryl Streep. I'm going to look up this other uh, The River Wild. Oh, wait. No, I'm thinking of a different movie. It's got Olympia Dukakis, John Stamos, and Kelly Rowan. Funny name, Dukakis. Dukakis. A dying woman seeks a wife for her footloose son, played by John Stamos. A divorce divorce lawyer. Divorce He's a divorce lawyer. He's a divorce lawyer. Determined not to wed. Sounds like a very 90s theme. Whoa, wait. You're telling me, is Streep in that movie? No, 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 no! I was completely wrong. The River Wild okay. has she is our gal Streepy in it. Yeah, yeah, she is in the River Wild. She is in Streep. Gonna... Yeah, rafting expert Gail takes on a pair of armed killers while navigating a spectacularly violent river. That's an action-packed night of television. Honestly, sounds dope. Dude. It's uh-huh. yeah, it's uh, Meryl Streep, Kevin Bacon, and David Stratham. 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 Statham. Jason Statham. No, it's not Jason Statham. David Schwimmer. In this one. No, it's David Stratham. I don't know. I can't see that far. Never heard it's of it. It's like two feet away from me. Uh, we also have The Shining mm-hmm. on, I but I don't say... know if you'll notice it says new next to it. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. We'll get to that here in a second. But of Simpsons course. check, first of all. World in Marge. Yeah. Too, yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems like it's on every Sunday before it the is. Simpsons. It pretty much. World something is something is, so, is always on on a Sunday. Yep. Uh, in Marge, we trust uh, maybe the, the most famous B plot storyline in Simpsons history. Is that the one where Marge becomes president? No, it's the one where Marge kind of like takes over for Reverend Lovejoy as like the moral compass of the oh, town. Yes. Um, but the B plot is they find a Japanese laundry detergent. You'll see on the next slide here, uh, where the mascot looks exactly like Homer. It's called Mr. Sparkles. 
Interesting. And then Homer spends the entire B plot of the episode trying to figure out how they like stole his likeness. And it turns out that it's just a combination between like a fish and a light bulb. Oh yeah. Okay. Fish I have bulb. seen that. I know yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. Mr. Sparkles um, is a classic. Before we, uh, before we look at that, can we talk about the episode of third rock from the sun? Uh, sensitive dick. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing there's a character. On a Sunday. Whoa. Dick. Third <laughs> rock from. Let's the go see that. <laughs> sensitive dick. This is my work computer. Uh, uh, dick has to take sensitivity classes, and Harry, Harry's fling. Vicky is back. So Dick Ooh. is a character. I did watch this show. I don't Third remember. Was Sun. Dick French Stewart's character? Dude, I have no idea about Third Rock from the Sun. You didn't watch it? John Lithgow, no, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Mm-mm. It was oh, a good JGL? show. Yeah, JGL. He like got his he was like a child actor in that show, basically. Interesting. Yeah. yeah but Mr. this this whole shining situation was actually a TV miniseries. If you go to the following slide of The Shining, they they remade. I did not know about this. The Shining is one of my favorite books and movies. Yeah. And I did not know that they made another adaptation of it. It uh, doesn't have an official tomatometer score, but it's got an audience score of 71, Season which doesn't seem super great. It doesn't look good. I watched a trailer. But I might check it out because it, it is spooky nice season when we're recording this. So I uh we went and did the uh ghost tour of the Stanley once. Oh and, yeah, I've uh, done that. Yeah, it was pretty uh pretty fun up there in Estes Park. Yep. Estes cool Park property. as the uh the guy who does the audiobook reading of the shining. <laughs> Estes. He calls it Estes Park the whole Estes time. Estes Park. Oh, I thought that was funny. Yeah. yeah, shout out to the Stanley. Oh, also, yeah. the exterior shots of The Shining are of Timberline Lodge, mm-hmm. which is up in, in my Oregon. neck of the woods yeah. in Oregon. Yeah, man, I did the tour, too. They told us that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a drink in the bar where uh, Stephen King would do coke and listen to Mambo Number no. 5 all the time? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you know that he was obsessed with the song Mambo Number no. 5? I guess that was before The Shining came yeah, out we saw that uh we saw that after fact the shining online, uh yeah. whenever we were looking up the place and then uh dumb and dumber you know there's some parts of dumb and dumber filmed up there too so there's like in portions of the stanley hotel in estes park there's like a bunch of shining memorabilia and there's also just like a there's little bit dumb of dumb and dumber and dumbers. <laughs> that's great <laughs> yeah. uh moving right along here number one movie in the country was liar liar oh shit jim carrey of, yeah yeah Speaking of Jim, uh, that's Liar Liar, Jim carries. Yeah, I did enjoy that movie. I haven't it's rewatched it since I was a kid, but I remember enjoying it. There's a scene where he like beats the shit out of himself in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is this is as yeah. you can see on screen at the moment. Uh, also, number one song in the country was "Hypnotized" by Biggie. Ooh. So Damn. we've got an all time freaking a... banger of a of a track Yo, dominating the week. airwaves. It was yeah, a big week oh, in Ireland. Just wait, bud. It was Ace Freely's 46 B day oh, on this day from Hell Kiss. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. And it was Kiss also uh, alleged hostile work environment perpetrator Lizzo's ninth B day. Oh my gosh, she was nine this week. Yeah, she was nine on this day, not even this week. 
Whoa. and would later grow up to apparently be a real shithead. Hmm. Has anyone talked? It, it seems like it's kind of left the news. There was like the lawsuit. All of her former employees are suing yeah, her because apparently I, she I, sucks. I don't know where it's at. I mean, if if all that legal stuff is is true and it is going down, it'll probably be years before we uh, before we see her. Here we'll make sure to update y'all, yeah. listener, singular yeah. listener who listens stay, to this stay show. Stay tuned for Lizzo Watch. Yeah, we'll come back with Lizzo Watch. One hundred percent that bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I was a Kiss fan. I was in the Kiss Army when I was a kid. Shout out to my friend Patrick Wafer and I. Yeah, you're big, uh, big we Kiss gonna... guy. When I was Kiss like Army. when I was like twelve years old, I was really sure. into Kiss. Yeah. Uh-huh. I still like Kiss. I mean, they have some good tracks. Yeah, face paint and all. Yeah, dude, baby. I love. But uh, rounding out, wait, you love what? Oh, you know, it's just like I feel like Kiss is one of those things where people are like, men wearing makeup. What the heck? You know, older generation are <laughs> like, well, what about Kiss, man? Yeah, yeah. What about all of the '80s? Like hair yeah, metal dude. was the uh-huh. most hairspray and makeup, like homoerotic stuff. Men and it was great. Men, yeah. Also, wrestling, like early '90s wrestling, was super yeah. gay. Yeah, in the best possible way. I love it. Yeah, dude. But yeah, all the dudeliest dudes love that uh-huh. shit. Just embrace your 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 feminine side. I want to rock and roll all night. Party yeah, every day. Party every day. But rounding out this week in Ireland, if you were English cricket player Ashley Harvey, I was. this day would have been your last day on earth. Oh, shit. Because the following day, you would have been shot dead in a bar. Oh, shit. Don't go to that bar, Mr. Harvey. Oh, my gosh. What's the context on this? Did you? Just I think it was or... a disgruntled fan walked into the bar this guy was apparently a boss of a cricket player yeah and a fan walked in uh-huh. and just shot him dead a in the bar so maybe he was enjoying a nice evening watching king of the hill after a game of cricket mate that's weird because i feel like overseas in england's probably um, maybe it was worse at this time but like that's some american level gun violence that kind of strikes yeah me you don't really hear about that in jolly old england do you Maybe, maybe, maybe it was worse at that time. I don't know. I don't know that hmm. much about crime in England, but that just sounds like a very American crime. Where, yeah, I mean, also we learned it from watching them. Yes, they started it. <laughs> you hear that, England? We're we're putting America on you. Well, your fault. at least I don't have to worry about getting shot in mathematics class. <laughs> they are technically right but they are technically our parents yeah so. they taught us everything english. we know they're our fault english folks shout out sound off in the comments no i don't release this in england oh nice good yeah they don't get to see it yeah if you're if you're watching this via vpn in england you're not welcome here yeah actually if you are watching this in another country that is not the united states we are interested in hearing about what you feel about the show so yeah you do have and also i was joking i respect you english people beans for breakfast wild beans on toast man beans have you ever toast. had beans on toast no um, it's actually not bad hot leave some leave some beans take. in the comments for us hot 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 take uh but do you want to get into this well, fucking episode we? man yeah. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Season one, episode 10. 
keeping up with our Joneses. I'm driving the mower for this one, baby. Drive it. Brad Brad mentioned earlier, this one came out on April 27th of 1997. Uh, It was directed by Wesley Archer, who's been on a directing a bunch of these so far in first season also directed mm-hmm. by john rice uh john rice has played a lot of different roles in the animation industry in the past from character design to directing uh he spent some time with the simpsons with rugrats uh, I, he directed or either maybe he storyboarded uh Anas- the disney movie anastasia Oh. He worked on the movie Anastasia. That's cool. Uh, and he's credited on 21 episodes of King of the Hill. So, mm. uh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Yeah, dude. Fuck. Hold on. Written by Mike Judge, Greg Daniels. 21. Cool. Yay. 21. <laughs> oh, yeah. 21 episodes of King of the Hill. There you go. That was so unfunny based on how long it took me to find that sound. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, crash and burn, baby. Uh, (laughs) The TV Guide descriptor of this episode is, when Bobby is caught trying a cigarette, Hank decides the proper discipline is making Bobby smoke an entire carton. The result sparks an old smoking habit of Hank and Peggy's, as well as a new habit for Bobby. Have you smoked? I have. (laughs) Smoked what? (laughs) Well cigarettes we're not talking about jazz cabbage brother i've I've smoked a left-handed cigarette before is that also weed that's also weed yeah 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 but have you Uh, smoked ciggies did you ever smoke especially in middle school like bobby's age did you ever like sneak away and smoke a little i i never smoked at that age Um, smoked a smoked a little bit in college uh just socially to uh keep keep vertical at the bar so to speak <laughs> uh-huh. and uh the bar like one of the only good bars that we went to in edmund shout out to the wolf trap oh um, edmund your hometown <laughs> yeah. uh, just where i went to school uh the wolf trap had a bunch of pool tables and was a smoking bar so uh-huh. it's been a little time but no no never never a cigarette smoker at a young age like yeah Bobby, what what i know canadians what you guys can the smoking age is like 13 yeah yeah we can buy cigarettes when we're eight um, no, but I did, I think in like seventh grade, I remember like finding a carton of cigarettes with my friend, shout out to Justin Ketty, and we walked to the park and like smoked a bunch of cigarettes all at once. Mm, nice. Um, how'd, that, how'd that make you feel? Not good. Not good. And then I didn't smoke again until high school, but there was a period in high yeah. school where I smoked cigarettes like kind of consistently. That make that make that makes sense for where you were going to high school at. Yeah, yeah. Shout out southwestern Oklahoma. Actually, Yeehaw. not because it sucks ass. Yeah. Um. So I think I'm, right off the bat, I'm gonna give my first beer rating for this a three beer. Maybe we'll talk about the beer. Oh yeah, beer. we're gonna try doing it at the beginning. The front. We'll see if it changes. I think I'm. I think this is a three beer for me. You're a hard sell, brother. I am a hard. I'm a hard sell. I liked this episode a lot. Yeah. So like, um, what four beers for you? Five beers? I'm chilling maybe like four and a half, maybe oh, five. Hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Sunday. I enjoyed um, it a lot. How much they like Jones done the cigarettes and Bobby tweaking out. And... Yeah. There's some yeah, gems I, uh, in this one. I I uh yeah, this definitely was still still very good for me. I think three three is my bar for very good. I don't know. I, I haven't given three a three is your yet, bar for very good. That's fifty percent, brother. Yeah, man. This is a great show. 
I don't have that's a, lot a of failing low grade. My scale doesn't have a lot of low end on it. No, no. Just wait until we get to later teachers. seasons. I've, I've been watching them in scale. hotels. There's some real stinkers in this yeah. show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. So this one's a theme song. Start no cold open. No cold open. Yep. Um, we start by seeing Hank and Peggy in the shower cleaning some grout. Uh, Hank's got a very funny line about this is supposed to be 20 year grout. Uh, why is it dirty? He's, he's like, what has it been? 17, 18 years. And he's like, Peggy, where's that receipt? Which I thought was super Hank funny. It definitely seems like the type that would save a receipt for 17 years mm-hmm. for shower grout. Um, Luann is, Luann is going to bust in, uh, which in trademark Hank fashion, Hank is going to be very <laughs> He's all modest uh, embarrassed. About it. Yeah, Luann's going to bust in. Hank's like, not when I'm in the shower. And Peggy's like, for God's sakes, Hank, you're like fully clothed. Um, so Hank is just still super awkward uh, in the bathroom, pretty consistent throughout this season. But yeah, Luann is like, Uncle Hank, look at Ladybird. Ladybird's got some lipstick on. Hank is going to, uh, Hank is going to, think that Luann put it on Lady Pretty but- Dog. Who's a pretty oh. dog? Pretty- um yeah, a very pretty dog. But uh yeah, Luann says, you know, angrily no, she's been eating my cruelty free makeups. Yeah. Um, and you know, Peggy says next time she does it to tap her on the butt with a rolled up newspaper. And I think it's very funny Luann uh, you know, in the same breath talking about her cruelty free makeup says she's going to do more than just tap her. Like she's going to threaten to like kick the dog. Yep. Hank also it. says she looks like Fran Drescher. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say she looks like Fran Drescher. <laughs> I just love that. So Hank, funny. Like it's praising lady bird just because like he knows that she looks bad. And uh-huh. But he doesn't want to he... lady bird's yeah. confidence. Yeah. 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 So sweet to her. Yes. So so freaking funny um i thought originally whenever this kind of opened up this scene opened up um that the makeup thing was going to be a bit more of the b storyline like i kind of was expecting like a beauty a beauty school storyline from luann and it doesn't yeah. really manifest uh, maybe that's why i'm only given three beers in the beginning i was like looking well for no more. i yeah. actually like this b story a lot because the the connection of luann and Lady Bird, like getting into her stuff and her like learning yeah. how to like condition Lady Bird to not do that. She mm-hmm. takes that same knowledge and applies it to the Hill family and yeah. essentially treats them like dogs that she is training. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a great B plot. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would actually I would I wouldn't necessarily say it's a full B plot because it doesn't stand on its own as her like going off and doing something completely different. But yeah, she, it's directly she is related. A, yeah, she is the hero of the story. And, you know, yeah. spoiler alert, there's a lot of Luann in this. We'll get to the Hill King at the end, but uh, I'm placing a, I'm placing an internal bet on who I think your Hill King is. Oh, yeah. You tell, you tell me that now. So I have time mm-hmm. to throw a fucking curveball at you here you want you want to do some you want to do some bleeping some bleeping bleep bloop you're just gonna throw that editing responsibility on my ass bleep bloop bleep bloop (laughs) fuck god damn it okay am i right yeah well we'll find out tune into the end of the episode to see who my hill king is bitch Mm -hmm. sound off in the comments how our bleeping goes um 
So after, <laughs> after the house there, we're going to get a weird cut to like Bobby and Joseph in a dumpster. Yeah. No explanation of what they're doing there. Why they are they a in a dumpster? Plug. Where are they? they it's there. They find a spark plug and they say, you know, like we only need to find like seven more spark plugs, a motor tie. Like they basically say they're building a death, a death racer, a death and cart. I, yeah, yeah. A death cart. A death card. So this was also another one where I was like, oh, cool. There's going to be a fun B storyline this episode of Joseph and Bobby doing this whole cart thing. Uh, and no, then, I think that was just kind of throwaway of them being goofy little middle yeah, school kids. I just, whenever I first watched it, I was like, oh, cool. Like Luann's got something that she's doing this episode with Lady Bird. And then, you know, Bobby and, and Joseph. Because I didn't really, just based off of the title of this one, I didn't remember that this was the cigarette episode. Yeah, I didn't I remember this episode at all. I remembered a bit of this episode. I knew there was this cigarette smoking episode, but I didn't know in the beginning that this was the one. So I mm. kind of like, I got my hopes up for some like little details and Bobby and Joseph and their death cart was something that I like thought was going to develop into a mm-hmm. bigger line, you know? Not so, um, because yeah, they, they find, find a uh, carton of Manitoba 100s. Manitoba brother. 100s, which are obviously supposed to be Marlboro 100s. Uh, but Manitoba 100s, the official cigarette of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. That's <laughs> really good. Canada connection, baby. Yep. Brad, is yep. that the actual cigarette of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police? Well, I don't remember the brand of cigarette that my uh, that my parents smoked, but we didn't have like Marlboro as mm. far as I remember. It was called government cigs. Yeah. It was called like players is what my parents would smoke. Yeah. Ooh, uh, and players. on the cartons of cigarettes in Canada, there's always pictures of like diseased lungs and mm-hmm. like dead people and like super scary shit yeah. to try to scare you off of smoking them. Ooh. But people still do it. People still you know, be smoking even them. though it is very proven to kill you. Yeah. We should say up front, I guess, uh, this episode mm-hmm. makes smoking look really cool, and it yeah. is. And that's you should kind do of one it. Of the, yeah, I was like, that's kind of one of the points of this episode. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's all about, is cool. It's fun. It's cool as hell. It, but this is, it's kind of a, a critique on also like um, how smoking was like marketed and targeted. Smoking? Smoking. Smarketing. Dude, yeah. you should be a marketer for smoking. Hell yeah, dude. Smoke. <laughs> smoke. But yeah, uh, don't smoke. It's bad for you. Disclaimer. Yes, this episode is also brought to you by camel cigarettes. So you guys figure that one out. Um, Joseph at Bobby's like, I've never smoked one of these. Joseph is like, have you ever smoked any cigarettes? Bobby's like, no, have you? And Joseph goes only secondhand from my dad. Jaffiel uh, Joseph. D- Dale notoriously smokes a shit ton. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> Bobby and Joseph run into the gas station bathroom after somebody runs out and they have a match. For some reason. Yeah. Um, but they just strike that match up. They each get a puff on the cigarette until we hear Hank pulling on the handle. Uh, Esther Juan Ocupado. Yes. I loved that part. He asks if the John is occupied and then in Spanish asks if the Juan is occupado. <laughs> es esta Juan. Esta Juan Ocupado. I liked that. And then a little bit of a tie-in here. Back behind Hank, we see a billboard for Ugly's Saloon and Country Dancing, which is the bar that that they visited in episode five. That's right. Luann's saga. Um, Ugly's is the place they go for dancing. My Um, biggest question in this scene is, like, where are... They're at a gas station? They're at a gas station. 
Bobby and Joseph seem to be like hanging out on their own. Why yeah. is it that Hank is there trying yeah. to go into the restroom? What is yeah. Hank doing there? It's it's very it's it is very confusing. I think like they what just is really going on in this scene? scene. Yeah. yeah, they just kind of forced it in there a little. It's bit. It's very loose. It's very loose in terms of like location and activity. Um, yeah, I had that. I had that note as well. But um, but I can yeah, Hank, I can excuse it because the S S da Juan occupado line is hilarious. Yes. Uh, to which Bobby replies, "See." And Hank immediately <laughs> knows it's Bobby. And he Bobby? Goes, Bobby opens it, sees Bobby with the cigarette in his mouth. And then we get a fade in back over to home. Back at home, Bobby's getting lectured. Um, Peggy is like, you know, they're like emphysema, lung cancer. And they were like, didn't you read this? And Bobby goes, I thought those were the ingredients. <laughs> emphysema. There we go. Hell yeah. <laughs> um Peggy Peggy reveals that Peggy gave up smoking um so that he wouldn't have so that uh so that Bobby wouldn't get birth defects. Bobby wouldn't get birth defects, which I think is a is a super funny joke because I think some viewers would be like, Well, obviously, you know, that boy ain't right. He so. did something else. Yeah. Uh-huh. She also <laughs> says that uh that the the smoking's for trailer trash and Luann yeah. gets offended. Yes, Luann gets offended at, at the trailer trash. She she says that's not fair. I don't smoke. Um, you know, she has kind of a breakdown, and Peggy chases after her and says, "You're not trash just because you grew up in a trailer trailer and your mama's in prison." Yep. Uh, which actually is a little bit of a tie up from some of the earlier episode stuff. So I think whenever we first see Luann, you know, she's getting to stay a couple of days. Uh, specifically in the uh the episode where peggy goes out of town to buy the big shoes you know mm-hmm. they send luann off on a bus uh yeah, for the arraignment the arraignment the trial family. hadn't happened yet we don't know how much time has passed yeah but we do know now luann's mother is is in prison in the clink yeah so a little bit of a timeline tie up there which which i thought was fun uh and bobby uh hank also calls bobby all right joe camel Joe Camel, yes. Uh, they're also while they while Bobby is getting lectured, he's sitting in the easy chair and he, yeah, he goes starts to, to pull it back. And Hank, <laughs> yeah, Hank says, "Uh, like don't recline omatic when I'm talking to you." Yeah, that's some shit no, that I would recline omite. Yeah, it's don't when I was getting mic. yelled at by my parents. I had a tendency to laugh whenever adults were yelling at me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I still have problems with authority. Yes. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I can relate to Bobby in that situation to try to do something goofy. Yeah. So Hank, uh, Hank's like, yeah, we're going to, you know, come here, Joe Camel. Uh, If you want to smoke, let's go smoke. Hank sets down and he says, you know, we're going to smoke this whole carton of cigarettes. And he says that uh, I wish my father had the parenting skills to do this to me. Yeah. Why? This isn't unique to this episode of King of the Hill. Like this was a common Mm -hmm. punishment that parents would have their kids do if they caught them yes. smoking, which I is would insane say, to I, me. We are uh, we are in kind of trope territory for family sitcom style shows. There's usually an episode where the, where a teen is caught smoking. Smoking a pack of cigarettes is usually the punishment. Hank is going to have him smoke a whole carton, which which is, is child a lot. Abuse. It's like two hundred oh. cigarettes. Yeah, and it's <laughs> why also, also, it's also why child abuse. Why couldn't this be the punishment for getting caught smoking weed, dude? <laughs> uh, we gonna smoke an ounce to this. 
they, they, right? they do that joke in uh, Super Troopers in the very opening scene when they pull him over and they find the bag of weed. Oh, yeah. I guess I haven't seen Super Troopers in a while. Yeah, it's in the opening scene. Uh, in huh. Officer Rabbit and I are going to sit here while you three smoke the whole bag. And the, <laughs> the guy great. that's really high on the shrooms is like, please, God, no. Um, <laughs> But then the whole car chase scene happens in the beginning. So yeah, this we're in we're in common territory with the whole cigarette smoking thing. But I love to make him do a whole cart. The juxtaposition of Hank doing this and then cutting immediately over to Dale, and yes. like Joseph is apologizing and he gives him a bloated government report and then mm-hmm. the actual quote unquote facts from the horse's from mouth, big tobacco, which is, which is a like... pop up book. <laughs> It's the the big tobacco report is a pop up book featuring uh, a character named Puffy. That's cigarette, awesome. you can see that in there. He's got some descriptors down the side, and one of them is cool. Yeah, I know so. that it's good that the government kind of put a stop to like branding cigarettes as cool and appeal. Like Joe Camel, yeah. back to mm-hmm. that reference, was just like a cool, suave fucking camel with a leather jacket wearing sunglasses. It's so cool. That makes me want to smoke a million cigarettes. Yeah. So here in the episode, you know, we get the we get the micro conflict of this of the smoking addiction that pops up. But also with the episode two, um, they they are you know talking about and critiquing kind of the cigarette industry as a whole. And I feel like this late '90s time frame was really kind of the, uh, some of a battlegrounds for that type of thing. They'll touch on it in a couple things later on, like with the smoking section being so small now and like back in the restaurant. So um, I feel like it was a, an appropriate. Yeah, it was definitely the a time. Debate. Yeah, there were tons of like anti-smoking PSAs on TV. Mm-hmm. It was also like peak dare war on drugs mm-hmm. time as well in the yeah. 90s. Did you ever uh, have like a dare lecture at your school? Oh, yeah. I still have my t-shirt mm-hmm. from middle and school. And you, you're still, you kept your promise, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they're on the back porch. <laughs> um, I had a note here that there's some like piano music starting to play here. And the rest of the episode, they're kind of going to do a, a, a bit more with um, emotional music or like music fitting the scene. I had a little note here about some piano music playing but uh hank is going to question bobby's nationality because of how he's smoking yeah. the cigarette he says he how he's holding like a, like a he's european holding his... nazi from a movie yeah from a movie <laughs> uh and bobby says you know why does it matter and hank's like well that's not the right attitude he says uh he's gonna say like you should do everything right even if it's wrong even so... if it's wrong this could never be on tv today no (laughs) like this scene in particular like hank like flipping the cigarette over and like sparking Mm -hmm. it and just like taking a long drag of it like it does look cool as shit like -hmm. there's a reason that they put smoking and stuff on tv and like it's a trope for like the cool character to smoke yeah uh it's uh it yeah it's he's he's modeling some really bad behavior um, that's going <laughs> to be but also kinda... trying to like lecture Bobby but teaching him how to do it cool. Yes, it's it's very funny. I can maybe hear feel my beer count rising. Uh Ooh, ri- ooh mid episode beer count rise. Um es esta Juan ocupado. See. Uh but yeah, this whole scene on the back porch <laughs> is just very funny. Here, uh, I also had a note. This is where we get a very uh, popular meme format lately or something that pops up on the memes lately. The Hank 
as he's taking the drag of the cigarette and closing his eyes and kind of leaning his chin up and his head mm. back. Uh, I don't know if I've Hank seen with the cigarette. I feel like I've seen that around. If you got Hank with cigarette memes, shoot them to our Instagram, which is at Hill Kings pod. Yeah. If you can find any memes of this specific format uh, from this episode, maybe we we'll give you a shout it. out. We'll repost it. We'll shout you out. Yeah. Uh, send us Hank smoking cigarette memes. Uh, uh, Hank also, when he's criticizing Bobby taking like tiny puffs, says that he's hot boxing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does he mean by that? Yeah, I think it's just because he's 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 really chiefing it, getting the getting, getting the red smoke all over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a note here that we have some like smoke screen transitions in this scene as they're back on the porch. That's kind of how they do a time pass. They mm. they kind of blow us this little smoke transition right across the screen a couple of times. Uh, but then yeah, Hank, maybe I'll edit in a little smoke transition here. Hank. Um, Hank pretty much gets back into the groove of the cigarettes really quick. Bobby asks, you know, why did you guys smoke cigarettes? Hank says, well, it it wasn't as bad for you back then. Yeah. Which is very funny because it was it was always as bad for you. They were just advertising it and talk about it, talking about cigarettes in a completely different way. You know, like nine out of ten doctors smoke this brand of cigarettes type shit. (laughs) So that they would prescribe cigarettes. Yeah. His whole like not as bad back then thing was very funny to me. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Bobby finally reaches his limit. Um, Yeah. He, his face turned greens. He yaks it up. Hank says, um, when you're done, would you mind getting that with a hose? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I love get a little, uh, they cut over to him with the guys and you just see the water. Search. <laughs> yeah. The water's flowing. And Hank says, you know, like raising a, raising a son is like fixing a radiator. I think he says, uh, he says, you, you don't talk it into making it work. Right. You sometimes you have to like, take it out back and flush it. Very true. Yeah. So wise uh, words. Hank is, Hank is pretty satisfied with his parenting skills here. Um, I think in this scene, Hank really thinks he's done a good job showing Bobby not what you yeah. know what not to do, but he has what he's done is given Bobby a, an addiction to cigarettes. Yeah, and maybe what you do is have him smoke a whole pack, not two hundred of them. Yeah, I think two hundred. Uh, yeah, a pack is probably the more would have been in this time frame the more appropriate punishment. Yeah. I mean. You said you smoked like half a pack with your friend and you were super sick, right? So that probably would have done it. Yeah. Even like when you're that age smoking like an entire, because he had only taken a puff. Yeah. He'd taken one puff in the bathroom. Like he wouldn't have gotten addicted. You could have just like grounded him for a few days, taking away his celery head tapes or something. And uh, Peggy, Peggy is going to get on to Hank for doing this. Well, Uh, first we get the little cut of, uh, of him jonesing, right? Yeah, so he, he's like we in get a bed. Little, they're a little restless. <sighs> Both yeah. him and Bobby are just kind of tossing they're and turning. To Jones. That was one of the notes too I had about music. They're they're doing a lot with music in this episode. Yeah, I did love that little jazzy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's kind of irritable. Peggy's Section. like, what's wrong? And he's like, you're always asking me what's wrong. <laughs> he gets all testy on her. He gets, he gets upset. And, you know, Peggy's like, is this about the cigarette thing? And Hank's like, no, I took a stop to that. I made him smoke a whole carton. And Peggy is like, you she's like, what? what the fuck did you yeah, do? What? Like, you, what? 
uh she she says you're going to stunt his growth which i think was one of the common facts trotted out to use to get kids to not smoke is that it would stunt your growth um, that is is that there's some validity to I'm, that right? i'm sure there is because uh, cigarettes are terrible um yeah. <laughs> shout out in the comments if you smoked cigarettes as a child and now you're still short you're a tiny little guy yeah um so peggy gets on to him says she's gonna, it's gonna stunt his growth um Hank's like, let's just give it a rest. But then as soon as the lights go out, he he says, uh, I got to go do something. I think I left the blender on. Great excuse. So I did really love smoke. when he comes outside to smoke, the kind of aerial shot, how you it like, did cuts like away. No, I did. I thought it was oh, you really did. cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I had that in here. This yeah. was one of the, the first times where they give us some kind of different you know perspective angle yeah. some camera angle we follow a puff of smoke up into the sky we see the moon and then they use that moon to refocus and come back down over the house and then we see the side Bobby yard yeah. also snuck and out you can and see smoking. like the lighter striking because it's dark it, it was mm-hmm. all very very well, well yeah. shot it was very cool visually well directed some, some nice visual stuff in in this episode for sure um, and again, yeah. doing a really good job of making smoking look cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but right after we see Bobby smoking on the side of the house is when we get our first commercial break. Yes. Yep. And then cut back to Hank back in to his s- office, right? Or Bobby uh, in school. It actually starts with Bobby in school. Yeah. yeah. Bobby's tapping his pencil. He's like upset and nervous. We look outside and see a billboard for recessed cigarettes take a break with flavor or take a break for flavor <laughs> yeah uh, we see that sign later it's on well. the billboard yeah super recess cigarettes my god <laughs> did you ever have uh candy cigarettes as a kid yes dude we had candy. that cigarettes. was also a fucking thing in the 90s yes man i i yeah. bet anyone born after like fucking 1998 who may be watching this is like what the fuck are you talking about yeah. but um, they would sell like cartons and they just it was candy, they, they and looked it looked like, like a cigarette, and you were supposed to like pretend that you were smoking. Well, they even had like the gum ones. They had, mm-hmm. you know, like a little paper wrapper that looked like a cigarette, and there was yeah. powder like around the gum, you know, to keep the gum from sticking to the wrapper. That was and cocaine, you could, but you could blow out of that candied gum cigarette really and get the powder puff. to yeah. smoke. And out. also, Big League Chew. Oh hell yeah, dude! Big it's League meant chew. to like look like dipping tobacco. Damn, dude, I'm really jonesing for this tobacco candy now. I kind of want a cigarette. I don't want the I don't want the tobacco version. I don't want the candy version. <laughs> I want a candy cigarette. I wonder if you can still get those. Uh, you kind of can. So you can get out, Big League Chew. You can get Big League Chew. Um, shout out to my sister who loves you- the candy stick candies, the little sugar sticks. If anyone knows them, they come in like a little two pack, a little box. The old time like- oldtimecandy.com mm-hmm. sells. They're they literally still call them candy cigarettes. Yeah, and there was you know like bubblegum cigars for whenever you had babies, and then you like give the baby the bubblegum cigar so that it knows to smoke cigars later. Yeah, I'll put this up on screen, but it's straight oh, up yeah. like stallion candy cigarettes, victory candy cigarette. Holy shit! Ooh. Oh, That's victory awesome. candy cigarettes. Yeah, does yeah. It have a little torch on the label or something like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. Stallion has some horses. It just mm-hmm. looks like a carton of cigarettes. I might yeah. order a pack of these. Dude, send one my way. Um, we're Edmund, looking for sponsors. What's your Edmund, Big Candy Tobacco, get at us. 3424 Edmund Street. Edmund, uh, 69420 Edmund Street. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so we got recess cigarettes. Take a break for flavor. All right, uh, Joe Camel. But then we see, uh, yeah, we do see Hank at work, and Hank has busied himself labeling everything in his office, including he the label labels maker. the label maker. Uh huh. He labels um, like a picture of Peggy to say mm-hmm, like Peggy, Peggy on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, really good. We're gonna get our first Enrique interaction here. Yeah. It first seems time as see though Enrique it may be the first time that Hank ever speaks to Enrique. <laughs> it does kind of seem like that. Um, so Enrique is smoking outside. Hank, you know, goes outside and Enrique is like, sorry, Mr. Hill, I know I'm not supposed to be smoking. This entire scene is funny because it takes place on a propane lot somewhere yep. where you probably definitely don't want to be smoking. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Hank gives him the weirdest fucking smile I've ever yeah. seen. He's Big like trying to in. just be like friendly and earnest and just, mm-hmm. but obviously looking <laughs> to bum one Jones and for a sake, obviously looking to bum one of Enrique's and then ends cigarettes. up getting to know Enrique pretty well. Yeah. We That's a little... quite a story. Enrique. I mm-hmm. like stories. I like stories about pinatas. Yes. I had that <laughs> line written down. It's very funny. Um, what's, <laughs> you know, he's, <laughs> I like stories. I like stories. I like stories about pinatas. Um, the thing that spurs that though is Enrique says, you know, uh, times got tough since Na- since NAFTA sent the pinata jobs north, mm. which is definitely one of those '90s racist jokes about you know, oh, Enrique's got a pinata job. Like it's a it's a pretty shitty joke, but we will see. I think we see yeah. a pinata later on. Um, small tie-in. Oh, I think I might. I be like wrong. stories. Yeah, I like stories about. Pinatas. Um, so yeah, we see Enrique. Hank and Enrique are sitting on propane cylinders and smoking cigarettes smoking out cigarettes. in the propane yard whenever Peggy pulls up. Uh, and Hank's like, oh shit, it's the fuzz. Um, <laughs> Peggy's like, hey, Hank, can you take a lunch? And Hank, you know, gets in all stealthy, hiding his cigarette, and then flicks it out the window as they're driving directly off. towards a giant tank of propane. Uh-huh. Not very respectful towards propane. This is kind no. of, I mean, I guess that's the point is that it's causing Hank to act yes. outside of his character, but yes, it's kind of wild. Yes. Uh, it's, yeah, it's very, uh, it's very appalling how Hank is treating propane in this episode, but that's yeah. the cigarettes are making him do it. Um, oh. his, his dialogue is also going to change a whole lot in style throughout the episode. Yeah. Like in the beginning, we get very straightforward Hank. And then when he's smoking with Bobby, you know, we get a lot more like cool Hank uh, and everything. And and then towards the end, his language is definitely going to change again. But um, Peggy and Hank go to lunch uh, and Hank just instinctively kind of lights a uh, lights a cigarette. Oh, well, actually, before that. Yeah. Hank Hank lights a cigarette. At lunch, get we get Luann shaking, shaking. We get a, a little tin. cutaway. Mm-hmm. Lady She's Bird. trying She's to catch lured. Lady Bird. She's lured Lady Bird into the kitchen. Lady Bird starts. To Is your heart racing? Are you upset? Are you upset? <laughs> Is my heart racing, Luann? Oh, whoa. Whoa. Uh, yeah, Luann. Gets so her, man. Yeah, Luann catches Lady Bird. Lady Bird. Is your is your heart racing? Are you upset? And she says, because that's how I felt whenever you ate my makeup. Just like it's very funny that she's like got this emotional beef with a dog, and then yeah. Lady Bird just like turns and walks out. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> dude. I'll yeah. go find something else to eat. Uh-huh. So we get Luann and Lady Bird, but then uh yeah, we're back at lunch and uh you know, Hank is upset that 
that Peggy is or Peggy is upset that Hank is smoking and and Hank um Hank's kind of talking like a uh like a cigarette advertisement here cuz Peggy's talking about like the flesh eating virus that claimed another victim. Yeah, just kind and of Hank a throw like, away and Hank ignores that as he's sm- like sparking up a cigarette. He responds he's like I think you just got to let it go and like enjoy life's mellow flavors or something like that. He just like <laughs> kind of starts speaking like an ad. Yeah. Um, not caring about what Peggy's Takes saying. Her back yeah. to the good old days. Peggy's like, "What? You're smoking again?" And then Hank's like, "Yeah, don't don't you remember? Like back in the good old days, he blows some smoke in her face, and that transitions us into a little flashback." Get a well, nice we get flashback some uh, Dion Warwick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, it's... Hank in a turtleneck. What yeah, I was gonna say we get a lot that? of fun visual here. Hank has got sideburns. That's how and you he, can like, tell. Kind of long flashback. hair. Uh huh. Semi long hair. He's wearing a turtleneck. Peggy's got some some hip hugging jeans on. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's got some more feathered hair. Um, we Very know 70s. that this is back before Bobby was born, and Bobby is twelve years old. So but yeah, this seems like it was probably when they were in their twenties. This is like yeah. I think nineteen eighty five ish. If yeah. if we're if we're thinking the show came out in the same year that it was set in, this would be like nineteen eighty five that we're seeing from them. All right, I'll um, allow it. But yeah, we get uh, the sideburns, the feathered hair, the purple turtleneck, the hip-hugging jeans. They're, Them you know, straight-up fucking chain-smoking on a football field. Yeah, they, they ride Hank a water slide. Up two at a time. Yeah. Uh, it's, this is a very funny flashback. Um, yeah, I like that he lit up two cigarettes and then just lit up two cigarettes more. Uh, they took a water ride. They did a little horseshoe metaphor where, you know, Peggy Hank's like showing her how to throw the horseshoe and they're both giggling and she's kind of like backing up into him. And then there's like the ringer on the horseshoe. It's mm-hmm. very kind of like innuendish. Um, innuendish. Innuendish. It's like, obviously, <laughs> this is back whenever <laughs> Hank and Peggy used to bone constantly. Mm. Well, they still time. do. Yeah, um, they still do. Just They not. boned on the floor of the living room in a previous episode. That's true. Um, but just cigarettes aren't involved anymore. So yeah, we pull out of um, we pull out of the flashback. Hank is able to get Peggy to smoke another cigarette. Yeah, and then um, oh, I did. They have go a back line. to the football field too. They do eventually. Um, they yeah, they kind of have a wild night. Um, I have a line from Peggy that she's alive with pleasure. Yeah. They they go back to the football field. They're making out and smoking. The sprinklers turn on. Uh, and it's very, yeah, like cute and romantic. And Peggy is now speaking like a cigarette ad yeah. saying that she's alive with pleasure is very, very also, cigarette ad. like Peggy just swang by to see if Hank could take a lunch break. Does he just mm-hmm. like cheese out on work for the rest of the day? Yeah, they do a little bit of fast tracking. Because it seems like um, they just cut. It's like evening, and they're on the football field smoking. Like, did yeah. Hank just skip work? It's good. We're gonna get another time jump because it's gonna be the morning after after Peggy says she's alive with pleasure, and and uh, Hank and Peggy are both in a really good mood. So yeah, and Bobby's chewing his sausage and holding Bobby's, it like a cigarette. <laughs> Bobby is very irritable. Peggy and Peggy and Hank are, you know, they're both in good moods in the morning. You all read into that what you will. <laughs> Um, 
but Peggy is. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even think of. <laughs> yeah, you're saying that they had sex. I think so because that, that's I what mean, their flashback did, was implying. Yeah. Like it was what a romantic are you flashback. Doing step, bro. I think they did it. Um, what you say? I think. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what I think. Um, <laughs> tune into the Patreon to hear what I have to think about. Yeah, they did some foot stuff. Is that what you're saying? I think I think Hank might have smoked a cigarette through Peggy's feet. <laughs> you know, like all right, it. Joe Camel. <laughs> That's really good, Joe Camel Toe. Whoa. Oh, whoa! So in the morning, Peggy. Piggy is like, Hank, there's a tile in the bathroom that you need to go look at. And he's yep. like, okay, they've got a cigarette in the bathroom. Uh, and, you know, Hank's going to come back and be like, I took a look at the tile and thank you, but there's still another tile. And Peggy's like, I think I will save the other half of my tile for after breakfast. Not even trying to be discreet. <laughs> Not even trying to be discreet, but Bobby is kind of on edge. And so he's like, you know, if it's dirty, clean it, and then you can shut up about it and like yeah, grinds his sausage into off. the plate. He's Bobby's already starting with <laughs> withdrawals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hank is like, "Hey, we should go to that restaurant we used to go to back when we smoked." Oh, Smokies. Like, Smokies. Yeah. Oh, Smokies. So, Hank and Peggy agree to go to Smokies. We get a quick cutaway of Bobby really jones in we see a guy at a bus stop light up a cigarette and you see we see bobby trying to huff it trying to waft the cigarette and this yeah this guy with the mullet looks at him and then um we're back in the alley with the boys hank lights up uh boomhauer and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes i liked i had that one written down that hank gives a nice very satisfied long mm-hmm. oh, yeah because he's, he's his it. life is, is full of pleasure and flavor now yeah uh dale is excited to have him back Dale's um, so fucking stoked J- dale is stoked um but then we cut to Smokies. um hank's got a tie on and they're like same old Smokies. um they ask the lady at the front you know like where's old smoky would like to say hello he's and she's got <laughs> smoky's dead and she's got the raspiest voice ever yeah um, dead yeah, Smokey's not with us. Smokey fucking died of lung cancer. Once it spread to his lungs. Once it spread to his bones in the end. Yeah. yeah. And then she asked smoking or non-smoking. Uh, yeah. Did you, were you around at a time? One, did your parents smoke? And two, did you ever go to restaurants with smoking sections and sit in the smoking section? My mom apparently smoked before we uh, were she around. Quit so you wouldn't get birth defects? Yeah, and look at that. Look how that happened. <laughs> you do have that extra Linda. toe. You, you could have still had flavor and pleasure in your life. Um, <laughs> but no, none of neither of my parents smoked whenever we were kids. But I was around. I was still a kid whenever they were smoking in non-smoking sections. Yeah, both of my parents smoked. I shout out. I got a lot of secondhand smoke in my day. But I remember going to restaurants that had smoking sections and like mm-hmm. sitting there just around people who were smoking and being like yeah this can't it's hard be. it's hard to find places where you can smoke indoors these days that's good and I'm that's mad good about thing. it yeah last time i was in texas actually uh-huh. uh in austin we went to like one of those country music dancing bars with me and like a bunch of my coworkers. so a bunch of mm-hmm. people from la and new york in texas thought it would mm-hmm. be quaint to go to a 
a country country type bar. A little line line dancing. Yeah. And there was this super like hardened southern type leathery skin dude with like the long gray hair. You know the type. Uh Uh, He was in a wheelchair and he was just rolling around the bar hitting on every woman that was Uh in there. His move was to bump into them and them like Uh apologize. Yeah. And then he would just start being really inappropriate. Uh-huh. Well, that's and how he you was, met Moret, so that works. Yeah, yeah. I did my old wheelchair bit. But <laughs> he could not get kicked out of this place. So many people were complaining about him. Uh-huh. And he was like, he was sexually assaulting people. Yeah. Uh, it was, he was touching people. Like, it was bad. Uh, and then eventually he tried lighting up a cigarette in the bar, and they immediately kicked him out. And that's what got him kicked out. That's what got him kicked out. Yeah, it's it's hard to find places you can smoke in nowadays. Some some hotels uh, still will have smoking floors or non-smoking rooms, which really? is wild. Yeah, in places like Louisiana. Ah, yeah, it doesn't you know. count. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess you could still smoke in casinos too. Yeah, yeah. That walked to my pen. Checks out. Um, yeah. So they they go back to the smoking section at Smokey's, which is. The, a room now in the back yeah, so set off to the side Smokey's has changed there's a smoking room off to the side and it's just full of a bunch of folks hacking up their lungs it's yep. dark and smoke filled and really gross um after that we're gonna um get a cut back to the house bobby has got himself a cigarette and <laughs> is lighting up under his blanket under his blanket that Not he sets on fire super smart bob sets his blanket on fire sets off the smoke alarm his parents come in they're like bobby what the heck bobby but hank like, hey, is you smoking guys. a cigarette <laughs> yeah they're smoking cigarettes he's still got the cigarette they come in and bobby's like oh you guys smoke too cool and they're like you know don't you know you're not supposed to be we told you not to smoke um hank is like i i think you know i i ought to take you back out back with another carton of cigarettes and and bobby says <laughs> yeah. i think you do <laughs> i think you he really to. wants the cigarettes um but luann is very upset uh here in this scene don't you know that more people die of smoking than die of war in vietnam every day <laughs> yeah, Luann is very upset with the Hills um, for smoking. Uh, the Hills all realize, yes, they do have a problem and they are going to try to quit yeah. together. Um, Hank and Peggy drop their cigarettes on the rug and you hear Bobby go, <laughs> that's hey, my that's rug. my rug. And they're like, <laughs> we never said this would be easy. So they just like are putting out their cigarettes on Bobby's yep. rug. Uh, and then we'll get a completely we'll get a losing any here. sense of their own characters just acting yes. like freaking animals uh, which is what so yeah, smoking does to you kids yeah they're they're deep in it they're deep in it in this third act um we're gonna open up at kind of like an aa meeting at the motel arlen for the cigarenders yeah. <laughs> gonna be i the loved name uh, of this group there are some posters on the wall uh one of them was uh kick the butt and the other yeah. one was guns don't kill people cigarettes do yeah, all you see on that sign is guns don't and cigarettes. Yeah, I um, put the pieces together. That's what yeah. I assumed. Very, very funny visual gag in the background with the posters there. But, um, you know, the, the leader is is talking about looking left, looking right, you know, find your buddy. And Peggy um, looks the wrong way. <laughs> Peggy looks, does she? I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, he says look left and Peggy looks right. 
And then he says, look right. And Peggy looks left. Hilarious. Um, But Bill is there. uh, Yeah. And he he says a week for 20 years, brother. Yeah. He says, I'm, (laughs) he says, I know you think I'm a pretty put together guy, but I need a little help. No one thinks that. No one thinks that Bill. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, he needs, he needs six nights a week, only six nights a week for 20 years, which I think is very funny. Yeah. The, you know, uh, the guy asks Hank introduce, to introduce himself. Hank doesn't want to do it. The guy says, it's okay to admit that we're weak. Hank takes offense at this, and he's like, weak? Uh, you're weak. Look at your birdie arms. There Look at your little birdie arms. They're no thicker than a cigarette. I could smoke them little arms. Yeah. I could smoke uh, them little arms. Hank is still deep in it. He's 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 kind of He's kind of upset. Bobby is like, hey, dad, like, open up, share your feelings. And the guy's like, yeah, you brought your son for support. That's great. And Bobby's like, I'm a smoker, too. And everyone is like gasps. I uh, noticed in this part when everyone gasps, it sounds like you hear Peggy say, what's wrong with him? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think Peggy is like, trying to, like, I don't know these fucking people. I caught that line, but I didn't think it was Peggy. It sounded I just exactly it like else. Peggy. I think it was it, Peggy that said that. Yeah, I mean, it could have been. It could have been the same voice actress as well. Yeah. But the guy's like, oh, my God, how long have you been addicted? And he's like, ever since my dad let me smoke a whole carton. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, my God. And he's like, I didn't let him. I made him as a punishment. And everyone's like, oh, my God. What is wrong with him? Yeah. And you see Bill pop up and he's like, can I get a new buddy? Yep. Like, and then even Hank Bill storms out under. after that because they're judgmental. Yeah, uh, they all whine too much, and the coffee's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, he thinks they should all take a thirteenth step down off of their high horse, <laughs> yeah. which I thought was funny as like a, you know a twelve-step yeah. program kind of joke. So yeah, the the hills don't like the treatment they get at the meeting, and they decide to leave. We're cutting over to dinner. Luann is trying to be really supportive. Um, you know, she's like, this is the you know, first day of the year for the tobacco free hills or whatever yep. she says. And they're all pissed. My all God, are you pissed. still talking? Yeah, Hank. That one's gonna come in dick. handy on this show. Yes, it certainly is. <laughs> I'm, af- I'm afraid of the soundboard now. I wasn't up until this time. My God, are you still talking? Yes. Um <laughs> so Luann is gonna be super supportive. Um but it's going to kind of end in a, a little bit of a yelling match. And then we're going to, we're going to get a cut to a night scene. We see Hank sneaking into the kitchen and turning on the stove to light a cigarette. Uh, and Luann is going to jump out with her shaking can that she mm-hmm. uses on. Is Lady your Bird. heart racing? Are you upset? Yes. <laughs> uh, every time. Uh, so she catches Hank in the act and kind of gets him to stop. And, you know, she says, like you were mentioning earlier, she's going to use her training techniques that she got. Straight up treats um, him like a dog. Yeah. She says, bad, bad. We cut to the next day. Bobby's sitting under a blanket and shaking. Uh, and Hank Pe- is just tearing newspaper. <laughs> Hank is tearing newspaper for something to do. Peggy comes back in with some so nicotine good. patches. Yeah. Uh, and Bobby is going to eat the nicotine patch uh, and kind of go feral. For a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Peggy's like, Hank, you hold him. I'm going to go get a stick. Uh, <laughs> and pry it, so out, of his, pry it um, out of his mouth. But yeah, then then we see it's, it's starting to become a little bit of a stormy night outside. The kind of wind is blowing and um, we they see don't Hank, even seem to notice. 
we see Hank kind of sneaking into the kitchen and he sees the cigarette on the windowsill and he kind of reaches for it. And Luana's like, ah, ah, ah. And, you know, Hank's like, I wasn't going to smoke it. And Luann's like, I know you weren't like you passed the test. And so she's, you know, she calls for Bobby and Peggy to come in uh, and, you know, be proud of Hank and what he's done. He's resisted. And then, you know, we get the, where's Aunt Peggy? Where's the cigarette? Uh, We get a dramatic shot and some music of the windowsill blowing open and Peggy's taking the cigarette. She runs off and hides in the closet and they, they find her, they find her and she's like, close the damn door. Can't you see I'm knitting as she's trying to light the smoke, this cigarette in a closet. Um, But that kind of becomes the last straw. Uh, Bobby, you know, is like, it's me, mom. It's your buddy. Give me the cigarette. Talks her up the ledge. Who's your buddy? Peggy, uh, Peggy finally, you know, drops the cigarette and Bobby immediately tries to smoke it, uh, which kind of causes a little bit of a fight. Luann, Luann snags it and fucking penny locks it. them. Yeah, she throws it. You ever it do that or have that done to you? Yes. I did share a room with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know what penny locking is, that's what Luann does. You essentially yeah. jam the door closed with some pennies. Yeah very hard to get it undone the solution is to do a lot of light jiggling try to get them to fall out yeah um or just yell stuck in a room for a long time because of being penny locked before as a child hilarious you probably deserved it um yeah yeah so luann locks the hills in the bedroom (laughs) and she's kind of had it and she's she's kind of had it up to here she says you know like i'm from a dysfunctional family I'm not going to see you guys become dysfunctional. And she's like, function, function damn, damn it. You. Function. <laughs> yeah. Um, so back on the other side of the bedroom, they're kind of breaking down. Who's going to smoke this last cigarette. And Peggy's like women and children first. I'm going to smoke. Then Bobby's going to smoke. If anything, you know, Hank, you get what's left. And Hank's like, there won't be anything left. <laughs> uh, they both start trying to plead with her. Yes. Hank's uh, like before he came along. Before he day. came along. It's just so, so insulting and rude right to Bobby. Right in front of him. So, yes. so good. Really on edge. Bobby pl- starts to play the sympathy card. And he's like, Mama, you remember when I was in your stomach? Nine months nine? inside, remember? yeah exactly Um, i'm gonna use that one a lot i feel like (laughs) bobby really tries to sweet talk peggy um and she won't do it she can't decide and finally hank is like come on bobby we can take her uh they start backing her up towards the window and she's like i'll drop this out i'll do it and they they kind of rush her she throws it out the window and a gust of wind takes the cigarette Um, did you catch where the cigarette flies off to yes there's a whole there's a whole scene for it before we get the montage of the cigarette blowing through, though, I had a question mark here because Peggy talks about how everything that the family has been through and kind Peggy of a problematic claims, line here. Peggy claims that, yes, a little problematic. Um, she claims that they've been through fire twisters and every strain of flu the Orient could throw at us, which is there's your xenophobic and kind of yep. shitty there's say. your there's your xenophobic line um but they did mention a flesh-eating virus earlier in the episode so that yeah. there might be a little linkage there but um supposedly before the show started the the hills have gone through a house fire and a tornado a tornado yeah yeah um so yeah we get a little bit of a backstory but she's like we've been through worse we're gonna get through this together and then we get the uh cigarette flying 
around town. First, mm-hmm. it it flies past a vending machine that gets knocked over. A cigarette vending machine gets knocked over, uh, and then it flies up and hits the billboard. And the billboard, you know, the, the recess wind cigarettes, yeah, recess cigarettes. Um, and then we see the cigarette fly into a prison cell, which immediately starts a fight where it belongs yeah. amongst criminals. Yeah. Um, but then we see, and that, so this is another area where we're getting a lot of like visual storytelling as well as musical storytelling. Um, there's probably a good, you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> this episode has a lot of nice, like background music or they're, they're really doing a good job of, um, you know, music and, and perspective, but yeah, the, the, the Hills, uh, shake through the night uh, and then the sun has risen in the morning birds are chirping um, everyone goes they outside. literally weather the storm they weather the storm together. which is a little bit of a on the nose it's very on the nose for them getting but i liked it i think it's yeah good... i liked it too it was just it was just pretty on the nose but um you know bobby's like what a beautiful day what a great day to be alive and their yard is destroyed by this they don't even storm. acknowledge that like the windshield of the truck has a branch through it and there's like yep. a chair in the mm-hmm. tree <laughs> they're they, uh, glad that they're over their cigarette addiction which apparently do, only takes uh, one night they do find a flat football and try to play catch with it and nobody can catch it. Yep. Bobby just like falls into a puddle as they're trying to play <laughs> catch with this flat football. And then a uh, very, very kind of straightforward ending there. Um, we are going to have a post credit scene. Good one. This is going to be the second fourth wall break in the credit scene. So this is going to oh, be yeah, Boom right. Howard doing a PSA. Yeah. We also got a fourth wall break of Hank of apologizing Hank. for his nudity yeah. uh, back in Hank's Unmentionable Problems. So we get another fourth wall break. Boom, Boom Howard is going to do the whole, uh, he's got a, an air filter for a car and he's going to say, you know, like this, yeah. this, your lungs on air, this, your lungs on smoke. He does some rambling and he does some mentioning. He talks about, you don't want to wind up like dang old Morton Downey Jr., talks about um robert worse, downey jr or even worse robert downey jr yeah. he starts to mention about mumble about an oral fixation um low sperm count low sperm count ear hair, ear hair. Um, <laughs> very much in the end here they're using Boomhauer, who's the cool character to say like yeah. Boomhauer is the cool character and Boomhauer doesn't smoke a, a lady comes in he walks off with the lady um so yeah there's a there's a don't yeah. smoke psa you won't um, get ear hair you'll mm-hmm. jizz good and you'll get ladies. Yeah. Did you look up anything about who this um, Morton Downey Jr. character is that he referenced? Is that not Robert Downey Jr.'s? That is not Robert Downey Jr. No relation to Robert Downey Jr. But he's Morton... also got a Downey Jr. Morton Downey Jr. Talk show host. and Yeah, he, ah! he was a talk show host. He, uh, <laughs> he was a bad dude. God he was a damn. bad dude. He pioneered uh, trash TV. Yeah, so he's uh, he's got an interesting rap sheet. First of all, he's a fucking Nepo baby. Love that. Um, I don't remember who his parents are, but he's Hollywood Nepo baby. They were wealthy enough that they summered next to the Kennedys. Love so that. So their summer house was next to the Kennedys. So first of all, rich rich Nepo baby, come for him in the comments. Um, he, <laughs> he's he got dead. His, uh, he kind of got his start in radio, and he actually did have a country song that charted. Um, called mm. Green Eyed Girl. I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, he did have a country song that charted any fucking way. Uh, he eventually moves into talk radio, uh, and he's really a really abrasive talk radio guy. Um, he is kind of a precursor to Rush Limbaugh, 
In fact, he got fired. This guy, Morton Downey Jr., gets fired from his talk radio show and replaced by Rush Limbaugh, who would go on to be Rush Limbaugh uh, and set the stage for conservative talk radio as we know it. So Um, if not for him, we may have never gotten Rush Limbaugh. So this guy is especially a, a piece of shit. Yes, perhaps. Yes. He, uh, let's see. Let's see. He also, um, he died he, before nine la- eleven. Yeah. He later on goes to have a TV show, which is where most of his cultural impact came from supposedly. And he was just an extremely abrasive person would kind of like, you know, not a not nice Jerry Springer. Um, he would, uh, smoking was a huge, huge part of his show. Um, so he would, blow smoke into his guest's face and just essentially was chain smoking the entire show you want to know how he died uh he died of lung cancer yeah (laughs) (laughs) he died of lung cancer he he had one of his lungs removed and then after that point basically switched his stance and kind of went to a very very anti-smoking mindset and kind of became an advocate for anti-smoking he blamed you know a lot of stuff on advertising he also blamed blamed himself too for being part of the problem but yeah he died of lung cancer in 2001 uh so they call him out in this psa of saying like you don't want to end up like morton downey jr while that guy is still alive that's awesome he was also in revenge of the nerds three which is a very like animal house national lampoon type of Mm -hmm. like super misogynistic sexist yeah series he was not a good guy his show eventually does get canceled after like a couple years and is replaced by the arsenio hall show okay so in like a couple of instances he's replaced by people that go on to make a much bigger impact than he did it's like rush limbaugh he's obviously predator 2 also yeah he is in predator 2 um with Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah, very, very interesting guy. I think he he tried to sue Howard Stern at one point in time. So he's like kind of always this like runner up in the space guy. But apparently he was like a big piece of shit. He definitely assaulted, physically assaulted some people, probably sexually assaulted some ladies. Yeah, not not a good guy. So they, they kind of looker. drag him. They really drag him in the in the end there. But yeah, he pioneered that like trash TV, sleazy talk show host type shit. Um, Oof. yeah so don't smoke take take Boomhauer's word for it kids and don't yeah. smoke don't be like Morton Downey Jr don't yeah. be like Robert Downey Jr either yeah um, well we could get into his past but shall we get into our our ratings here yeah we are we're going long on the Sunday yeah uh, instead of beers how many cartons of cigarettes are you smoking how many cartons how many, <laughs> how many packs am i am i saying um, how many you know, marl or uh how many uh what was manitoba the 100s. manitoba 100s are you puffing down so i think dish? i'm gonna go, go up i think i'm gonna go up from three beers i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna move my rating up to three beers and a and a pack of manitobas a pack of tobas so we're gonna call that four though yeah i'm gonna move up to a four um on this one, I wow. think, um, yeah, there's there's just a lot of uh, a lot of nostalgia feel to this one. Very much growing up in the don't smoke cigarettes generation. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm three beers and a pack of cigs. <laughs> so that's four out of six for anyone keeping track. Uh, I I think I'm going to stay strong with my original feeling. I'm going to say four and a half. You say four and a half? Yeah. 
Yeah, and I'm not going to smoke anything because that's bad for you. And you should. All right, Joe Camel. But yeah, I'm going to stick with four and a half. I thought this episode, the pacing was really good. Uh, The there were a lot of really standout animation moments. Like visually, it's very nice. I think that's direction wise, uh, the aerial shot and the I've mentioned on the show before. I love how this show is animated at night kind of the like smoky hazy mm-hmm. color palette that they have in nighttime scenes uh probably my biggest qualm with this episode Ooh, this is got qualms and i know that y- you can't really feel it in like a 22 Ooh. minute runtime we don't get anything more from joseph yes and we've barely gotten i know that joseph becomes a more central character to the show later on they develop his character a lot more uh but it would have been cool to see how joseph yeah, with all like Bobby's the one who ends up smoking all the time. Yep, uh, I I was interested in that as well because this is one of the first times where we just see Dale and Joseph interacting. Yeah, uh, on their own, we've seen yeah. them together with you know the um, Order of the Straight Arrow mm-hmm. episode. We we see Dale and Joseph together a lot, but it's always in group scenes. This is one of the first times we've seen them together in their house. I mean, we yeah. saw it in the beginning with the health inspector, but that's that's just Joseph. Well, that was just the Dale. gag of Joseph but, being introduced, which Dale I understand also, why they didn't. Like, it's the first season. We've only got 12 episodes on the order. So I'm sure the writers mm-hmm. were like, let's focus on the central characters as much as we can. Dale also does a better job of handling this than Hank does. He really Dale does. says, and he's the one who smokes all the time. Yeah, he kind of does a better a better job at handling this than Hank yeah. does. He he tells him, yeah. you know, keep an open mind. Uh, he tells him to look at multiple points of view on it. Of course, Dale's a crazy and person. And then he but gives Dale, him some reading materials, and yeah, that's some. But good he also doesn't. From Dale. He does. He definitely doesn't. Even though he's a smoker, doesn't force his son. It doesn't to encourage him. An entire he doesn't garden. scald him, and he doesn't encourage him. He just encourages yeah. him to do his own research. Yeah. So I'm not I'm really taking any question. points off for that. I'm just saying yeah. I would have enjoyed for that to be explored a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But nice. what we got was all very good. I loved yeah. Bobby being all feral and pissy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We got a lot of that from yeah. Hank as well. Hank being pissy. We got our first flashback to Hank and Peggy as like young. Oh, couple yeah. Together. I also had a question mark about the football field thing. And it's kind of related to Peggy timeline. Like yeah. in their flashback, when are did they, they smoking meet? on the field in high school or are that yeah. is that the college or something? When and where is this in the timeline of Peggy coming to town? I, I, I have question marks about yeah, that. There seems to be some inconsistencies yeah. in the timeline. But yeah, I'm going four and a half. I'm sticking with half. it. Well, shall we uh, Shall we go ahead and crown our king of this I think, episode? I think it's about that time to hit the Hill King segment of the show if you are not familiar with the show welcome to the show you made it through the whole episode at the end of the episode we like to crown the king of each individual hill of the episode who was the mvp we decide on the moment we don't give it any sort of forethought Mm. who is the 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 best performer okay of the so, episode since i drove 
Do you want to do you want to go ahead and reveal yours first and uh, see if the bleeped prediction is your heart racing? Are you upset? Are you upset? Is your heart heart racing? racing. Because we all know. Don't you know that more people die of smoking and die of war in Vietnam every day? It's Luann. Yeah, she's the obvious hill king of the episode. Spoiler alert: It's also Luann for me. This yeah, everybody knows where Luann stands. This is a Luann podcast. Yeah, where Lou stands. Um, Yeah, she's the driving force behind them getting back together, Uh, and just her whole sound bites about uh, yeah, is your heart racing? Are you upset? So good. She's got her feelings hurt by a dog. Yeah, she gets her feelings hurt when they, you know, she thinks she's trailer trash, and you know, she still comes back to support the hills even yeah, whenever they're being dicks to her. She's the moral guide of the episode. She penny locks them in and essentially saves them from being smokers. Yep, there's this... tons of good jokes. Like I almost went bobby because bobby had so many funny moments in this episode but it feels wrong not to give it to luann yes she won the episode she won she definitely earned it she earned it she's definitely i would say i'm not really keeping track but i would say that she's probably in the lead for for the season i think so i think so take a look down here yeah it'll all be there They'll all yeah. be there hanging out. You'll see Wemitanye down there. Shout or the out, dead Wemitanye. bird that I used to Shout out. represent Wemitanye. Uh But yeah, double Luan. It's rare that we both choose the same Hill King. But mm-hmm. when it's, it's Luan, so it's Luan, you know? Yeah. Well, cool. We we made it through. That was a meaty, meaty Not little bad. ep. But if you made it to the end, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, you you may it. be thinking to yourself. My God, are you still talking? But we're done. We're done talking. We're done. The episode's we're done. over now. We'll talk again next week whenever we discuss episode 11, King of the Ant Hill. Yes, we will. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that episode at all. I don't even know I, what it's about. So I'm I have already watched it. it. I have already oh. watched it, and it's a fun one. Skipping ahead, we'll have wow. we'll have Luann stuff to talk about. Okay, you know I'm yeah. here for that. I will. I'll mm-hmm. come back. I'll come back, and I'll host another episode. Yeah. And you guys, shit. you guys should come back too. Yeah, if you're watching, we appreciate it. We'd love it if you reached out. If you dropped a comment, if you followed us, if you're watching on YouTube. You could subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you are listening on Apple and Spotify, there is a visual component to this show uh, that your boy puts a lot of care are, and love and effort into. We're on YouTube. Into. We're on the YouTube, YouTube. If you want to uh, see the This weekend Arlen slideshow, come on over to Yes, YouTube. you'll see the slideshow. You'll see there's a lot of visual gags popping mm-hmm. up on the screen. You'll see that, our Hill Kings. Yeah, you'll see the animation of the Hill Kings popping up. You'll see our little animated fucking guys dancing around in the theme song. It's a fun time over here yeah. on YouTube. But we don't judge you. My God, me. are you still talking? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Got him with that IRL soundboard. <laughs> we don't judge you for being an audio listener. Subscribe, rate. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. Hill Kings yeah. Pod for Send all of Send us memes. Send us memes. We'll respond to all of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Brad uh, will. Sure. Yeah. Sure I will. Uh, yeah. But yeah, 
that was it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you again next week. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. Adios. Also, sorry about my dirty laundry on the bed. Shout out. Oh, actually, it's clean laundry. This is a bit full. Es esta Juan Ocupado. Hill King's podcast. <laughs>